here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent, and your host. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. Hey, 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 it's a beautiful day. Alright, time to head out west today for our show. We have this successful entrepreneur and business connection expert based in Utah, USA. He's made a name for himself through his innovative strategies and exceptional networking skills. His passion for entrepreneurship began at an early age as he witnessed each of his parents run their own successful businesses. After completing his education at Utah State University, he managed divisions in the corporate world before pursuing his own endeavors. Being in the trenches of both massive and small businesses, he discovered that any company's success hinges on its ability to nurture genuine connections. He focuses on building professional relationships that mutually benefit all involved, emphasizing the importance of being authentic and transparent in all business interactions. You better strap up your seatbelts because we're taking a ride today from the Music City to Salt Lake City to hang out with Sean Finnegan. This is great, man. We're in Salt Lake City again. I love it. I'm, I'm getting to be like, a, it's going to be a habit for me. And uh, I want to awesome. welcome Sean Finnegan, uh, who is the uh, proprietor and owner of Tax Hive. And we had a celebration out there recently, Sean. I can't thank you enough for hosting uh, that event for us out in Salt Lake City. Of course. You know, the first time I saw you, James, uh, I came down and sat in your group. And you, you were captivating the whole group. I mean, your storytelling is, is phenomenal. And hearing some of your background was just so great. And you're so articulate in the way you describe your story and what you've been through and all that kind of stuff. And I was, I was very, very impressed with you. Thank you, brother. I really appreciate that. That was um, that was total Holy Spirit move there that you came in. I was like, <laughs> awesome. and 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 also thank you for inviting us to that uh, to that um, live. Um, you know, we had that live uh, event that you had, and all of these great people were there um, after we wrapped up for the night, and that was awesome to to watch that and be a part of that. And and you know, before I forget. You gave out like these killer flashlights, and my mm-hmm. fiance was thrilled with this thing. I gave it to her. Awesome. She's like, she's like, I'm capturing this thing, baby. This thing, it's it's like a high powered thing, and it, it focuses, yeah. and it's like one little AAA or AA battery that runs it. You know, so yeah, a very generous gift. Thank you for that. It'll come in handy. <laughs> yeah, my uh, the guy who gave it um, started a business with the uh, founder of Yellowstone, the TV show. Oh yeah, Taylor, yeah. Sher- Taylor Sheridan. Yeah, so he's a lifelong friend, and I just I sent him this random text that said, "Hey, come sponsor this event." And he's like, "What do you need?" And I was like, "Bring a bunch of flashlights," because that's how I knew he had them. And then he gets there, and he's like, "What am I supposed to talk about? Flashlights? Like, hey, hey, use these flashlights, preferably at night and in the dark." Like, what am I supposed to say? So I kind of pushed him up there. So it's been this ongoing funny thing. It's like he gave a great presentation about flashlights. I wasn't going to take one, and, and your people were so cool. They kept coming around with a tray, and I said, 
Well, they got enough of them, so so I, I'll take one. You know, and it's it's going to good use for sure. So we yeah. are uh, we're with Sean Finnegan on podcasting your global career, and let's talk a little bit about your business, Sean, and the Tax Hive. What a spectacular place! It's all glass. It's in Salt Lake City. And when you look from almost any office vantage point, you see you're surrounded by white cap mountains everywhere. It's just, it's, at least at this time of the year, uh, still a little bit. But uh, how did you come to get this building and turn it into the vision that, it, that it's become now? It's just amazing. Yeah. So, you know, we purchased this building 15 years ago, got a really good price. Uh, we had a great tenant for a good decade. And uh, COVID broke out and uh, we lost our lease with that uh, tenant. And it was a very hard Monday. It was when the COVID like really hit, commercial just got clobbered. So this this space kind of stood vacant for a while. So we literally put an A-bomb in here, blew it up and threw out everything that it was. It, it looked so, it literally looked like an explosion went off here and, and demoed everything on the inside. So it took us two years to build out what we have. And as you can see, everything is, is brand new, sparkling, cool. And our whole mission for doing that was to create a magnet for connecting with business owners. It's great for business, great for advice, great for everything to just create a place where the community can, can come together like you saw at the event. Yeah, it is, it is so conducive to communication. I mean, we had the pleasure of using your offices to conduct our podcast interviews and Every time you left the office, first of all, you had privacy and it's all glass and it was really quiet and it was a great and you know vibe in there. But then when you go out, there's a lot of hustle and bustle in the hallways and everybody has this intense energy about people mm. doing product, productive things and supporting each other and whatever their uh, collective businesses are. And so that was uh, what I felt was so unique about it. No dark hallways, and you know you're always petitioned off in these these narrow you know hallways. You don't have any of that going on. It's just a lot of space. So, um, great job on the creativity. Was that was that all your vision? Did you work with somebody to, to bring that no, together? No, I, I work. I, a lot of people ask who did it all. Really, I have a business partner that did everything. I mean, he he really ran the whole team, and he's just he's also just an investor but he has a good vision for like we love this industrial kind of the raw open look no ceilings you know everything is exposed and and it just like for what you do in your podcast you saw that there's every little corner you can like have a cool space to do you know your content yeah yeah absolutely awesome so let's talk a little bit about um your business tax hive uh, you're a CPA, obviously, um, and you know I want you. I want you to just first of all tell us how you got into this business, and Sean, how did you make it cool? Most accountants are not very cool. You got the cool yeah, factor so going I, on, brother. <laughs> yeah, so I, uh, I'm, I'm more of a marketing guy. So we have. I'm literally looking at our CPA. We have CPAs right here. I'm looking at, and so I'm not a CPA. I'm a marketing entrepreneur guy. Okay. And okay. as as a marketing entrepreneur guy, we're looking at the industry. We're like, hey, what business should we build? And and we try you try to figure out which you know group is underserved in the market. And we felt like the small to mid sized business owner was way underserved. So we're like, let's let's come up with this. And basically, we we're small business owners. So we know that there's very limited resources. The big the big companies out there get taken care of, but not the small people. Yeah. And so the small business owners. So. As a small business owner, you have access to 1,400 potential deductions. 
uh, versus a W-2 person is can maybe take two or three. So we're like, hey, let's make sure that these small business owners are educated, taking time for planning and actually do it right because they can save themselves a lot of money, put that money back where it belongs in the business. And so that's why we launched the business years ago. I was going to, you know, that number stuck in my mind. I was going to ask you about the 1400 and I was going to say, did he say 1400 or 14,000? No, it's got to be 1400. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The but, whole code is really, written for it. The whole code is built for that you know, entrepreneur. That's what makes the world go around. That's what drives our economy. Right? Yeah. And, and you're right. I mean, uh, you know, I, I pay t- sort of a, a healthy chunk of change every year for that. And I, I'm sure I'm not getting taken care of, you know, like I should be, you know, with, with every single yeah. deduction. But um, t- let's talk about what kind of business owner uh, do you serve? Is it, is, does it go from anywhere like landscape contractors all the way up to, you know, uh, people who are Fortune 500 companies, anybody in between? Like, what's the sweet spot for you guys for tax hire? We love the small business owner. So that's our sweet spot. So, you know, anyone who does, you know, probably a sweet spot would be like literally a million in top line revenue. You know, they're getting into this revenue number where they're going to have to start paying some pretty big taxes. Like I just I literally just met with a, a marketing friend of mine and he didn't pay taxes, didn't pay taxes this year. Or this last year he had a great year, which is awesome. But he just had to write out an $80,000 check a couple of weeks ago and he wasn't expecting it. So it was way painful. So we love really serving that smaller business owner. Just a quick reminder that Sean's company, Tax Hive, is also home to Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank. Yes, Kevin O'Leary brings his tax concerns to Tax Hive, not just as an investor for the company, but also as a client. But don't let that throw you. This company is designed for small businesses. Reach out to them today at TaxHive.com. Now let's get back to Sean in the interview. And do you find that almost in, in almost every case, uh, people are just not taking advantage of the tax code as they should be? Yeah, so I think they're in that mindset of a W-2 person where they only can do limited. And then when they become make that leap of faith and say, I'm going to actually start my business, there's no one that comes in. These CPAs don't come in and say, hey, here's a crash course to consider. So no one educates them at all. So they end up staying in that mindset of only two or three deductions. And so our tax pros look at the last year's taxes and it's no surprise to anyone. They're just paying way too much. Yeah. Yeah. When you, uh, when you first uh, envisioned this, did you see, um, the future, which means what you're living right now, like five years ago, did you see yourself in this place where you are now? Yeah, you know, it's 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 tough. As you know, being a business owner, it comes with plenty of downside. You know, there it is. I've never been I've never met an entrepreneur that had an easy path. So you kind of envision a certain thing, but then you start going down the path and you have wrenches thrown in the works. You have and it's what we all signed up for as an entrepreneur. Yeah, I mean, I've had some really bad experiences as an entrepreneur over the years. And that's just you just have to have persistence and somehow get through that and just keep going and don't quit, right? 
What was what was your inspiration for getting through? I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, been there uh, many many times, but what was there one particular thing that kept you uh, from just you know you're on the ropes and just kept you fighting through it? Yeah. So years ago, this is in '09. I decided to start a business, and so I, I built a spreadsheet at the time. And on that spreadsheet, it showed I was going to be a millionaire. So it's my spreadsheet millionaire. I had, I had a plan. I started recruiting the people. And so now I had my plan and I had the people. And the third step was to raise funds. So I raised 1.5 million from investors in 09. And they were friends of mine, raised this money. And then as my partner, Kevin O'Leary says, poo poo happened that year, right? This is 09. Yeah. And poo-poo happened in business. And within 12 months, I had blown through the 1.5, gone. And for me, uh, it was uh, a rock bottom was on a Thursday night because next day payroll was due. I had two grand left in the bank and payroll was 3,500 bucks. And, you know, there's a big difference between problems and pain. My problem is I had a failing business the pain ran about seven levels deep beyond that, right? I had real physical pain involved. And I still remember that night just being sick and just yeah. staring at the ceiling all night long. Because what it meant the next day is I'd have to wake up and I'd have to go tell someone who had faith and confidence in me that I can't pay you today. And I, I tapped everything. I tapped my lines. I tapped anything. I didn't have a wealthy family. So the next day woke up i was praying for a deposit there was no deposit i woke up the next day and me and my business partner at the time we went to this awkward lunch and we're sitting at lunch going okay what else what rock haven't we overturned and i get a phone call from my controller and the the controller says hey sean i was digging through my stuff and in the the safe i found some petty cash i have 2000 bucks I found in cash in, in the safe. What do you want me to do with that? And it was like, I want you to hang on to that money and I'm going to go get the money. So I screeched my tires from lunch and I picked up the two grand in cash. I went to the bank and you know, it immediately clears at the bank. I put the cash in and I cut physical checks to make payroll and I made payroll by 500 bucks. Wow. And for for me, I I just the pain is what motivated me to not start three months later. It was starting on Monday. I was like, I'm gonna make some real changes in my life. And there's two two things I did. One is I said I, I have to get salespeople in here that can actually sell. Straight commission people, they get bad rap. Everyone says sales guys, but I got I hired four people that I knew and I said, Hey, can you start like now? And so I somehow got four salespeople in. We made our first sale on a Wednesday. It was like the heavens open and manna from heaven came down. I was like, I can make payroll this week. And then the second thing is, as I said, I have to get outside my lane. I was grinding. I need to build relationships with people that are smarter than me that have their own audience of people. And I need to start doing joint ventures and building these alliances and allegiances and, and doing business. And that second thing is really what changed everything for me. I brought in really smart partners I brought in people who had experience and had funds and had money and 
it, it within another about year, I was able to pay off all those other investors, the 1.5, and we went on a run. And for me in my career, the second thing of building relationships was the greatest way to scale scale business. Wow, that's that's incredible, and and all because of. Uh... You know, you had faith. You didn't jump the gun. You waited till the, I mean, it's not that you waited. You, you probably had no choice and you were like losing your mind over the whole thing. But the, the providence that came from this was just, I'm not giving up until the very last, when they take me away in chains, that's when I'm giving yeah. up. Because <laughs> I was uh-huh. in that, I was in one of those before and, and I can so relate to the story. And, and I said, that's the only way I'm going is if, if they drag me away. But uh, God bless you for, the, for that uh, story. That is such a great story. Hey, you want to share the, uh, you landed the whale, Kevin O'Leary. Yeah. So would you share that story with us? Because that's amazing. <laughs> sure, yeah. So we, you know, we launched this tax side business. And, and it's not like a very attractive topic. You're, you're talking, trying to convince a business owner to spend a few minutes a week, you know, or a day doing some proper planning. That's a tough, tough thing. So we're like, how do we get some star power added to this and some jet fuel and really get a recognizable name? And we we knew Kevin, he's on a short list for entrepreneur leadership in the US, right? So yeah, and this is Shark Tank for anybody who is under a rock and has never heard of it. This is Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank. We're talking about here. Yeah, we're talking about Mr. Wonderful. (laughs) You know, he's an amazing individual. So we're like, why don't we go pitch Kevin and so I set up a, a dinner with him in Arizona, wasn't on the show, but it was like, I just sent him a text said, Hey, we, we want to present a business to you. He didn't know, he didn't know what business it was. So we just kind of went in cold. But again, if you watch the show, you know, he talks about numbers and how important numbers are. Yeah. They're not like small, important. They're big. You're like, he's like, you're dead to me if you don't know your numbers. Right. So I, yeah. I studied the numbers and the bar charts and the lying graphs, and I wasn't going to be called out on the carpet if he asked me on any number on what we were going to do in our business. And so it was at this dinner. We're all sitting around the table. Kevin's at the end of the table. We stand up. We start presenting. Here's our business. This is the problem we're solving for entrepreneurs, everything else. And I still remember, like, five minutes into the presentation, he does he does one of these, like, like Simon Cal does, you know, on uh, American Idol. It's like, yeah. just, just stop, you know? <laughs> and, and like my heart sank and I was like, it took me five minutes to mess up this pitch to a shark. I mean, that's pretty hard to do. <laughs> and and I, still, I, mean, I still remember looking at the other guys and they're just like, you, you, you dorked it up. And I was like, we all messed it up. And it was like, and he's like, I'm in. He's like, whatever it's going to take, I'm in. And then, you know, he's so true to his word. It took it took months after because there's three you got ABC, you got Sony, you have all of these groups. I you can know, imagine he's part of a union. Oh, he is part yeah. of a union, you know, SAG. Yeah. So it's every day going through and finally got that deal and he's been an incredible partner. I mean, his he, he's gotten five million plus on his platforms of following and yeah. when, and he's been all over the news, especially lately. So it's so great. I tell people the best way to engage with a brand is just first seek to, seek to understand them because he had a certain vision and we fit in his ecosystem of that vision. And it's like, cause a lot of people are like, I can't go talk to this person. I can't go talk to James. He's got this, he's got that. 
the best thing to do is go talk to James and say, hey, James, tell me about what you're planning. What's your vision for your brand? What do you want to accomplish? And then as you talk, I'm figuring out how I can fit into what you do, as opposed to like, I'm just going to go try to sell you and transact with you and sell you something, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. It has to be, um, you can find a way to fit in or you can, you can my, my thing is to, if, if we're not the fit, we probably know somebody collectively that we could fit this into that. You know, they're looking for you. Yeah. I just talked to them yesterday and they need you, you know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the six degrees of separation are, are getting shorter. I think it's down to like four degrees of separation these days, mm. you yeah. know. It's true. <laughs> yeah, very true. So Kevin Kevin has been a, a stellar partner. And and you're, you're obviously, from what you said earlier, you're not looking for a wall of stars, but... To have somebody like that um, representing your brand is is got to be just uh, got to be a grand slam because uh, you know the credibility factor is just awesome to have a shark there you know. Yeah, we get spikes, you know, certain things. He's been, you know, and what I love about guys like that and his brand is he spends a lot of time building relationships. He doesn't have to, you know, he doesn't. Yeah. He's he's got incredible businesses. But it just shows you how important relationships are. If you're around individuals like that, he's constantly on the phone, just like you are, building relationships with others because it's such a great way to scale. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Hey, tell me, uh, Sean, what do you like to do for downtime? When you're not working, you're not, you know, you're not immersed in projects, what do you do for yourself? Yeah, so I, I'm a girl daddy, so I have three girls. Love awesome. my girls. There's nothing... <laughs> better I like to do and, and I didn't write that up before I had my girls I was expecting all these boys and um, you know I ended up with three girls and that's the best thing that's ever we go to the mall together I mean I'm I'm not opposed to doing mani pedis and that kind of stuff and then yeah. outside of that I, I love to mountain bike so I, I just I literally was in the mountains you talk about the white cap mountains I was in the base of a white cap mountain this morning there's not a better flow state I love your guitars my oldest daughter She's 26. She um, has a classical guitar degree. Oh, really? Um, so she loves oh. the Beatles. I know you mentioned that you were talking about the Beatles. That's her favorite <laughs> all-time band. And oh, she amazing. Just did she, 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 I, I want to introduce her to you. Awesome. Awesome. I'd love to. Yeah. She's probably a killer on guitar. <laughs> She's good. She's good. She's yeah. a lot of fun, yeah. Yeah. There's nothing like kids in your life. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it's just the, the wildest thing. You know, I've got two sons and I got three grandchildren and uh, they're awesome. just they're just like, you know, the, the sun rises and sets on them. And, and it's it's you know, I was talking to somebody like this years ago and they were asking me, like, what's the best age? And I said, you know, I, I like them all because, you know, now that, you know, my boys are adults, we go hang out and have a beer together or like I'll get on stage with Trevor and he's a singer songwriter out of Austin, Texas, and he's really, really good. And uh, we'll get up and jam together and do, you know, do a couple of covers and a couple of our, our respective original songs and just have a ball doing that, you know. And people That's always great. come up to us and go, that must, that was so cool to watch you guys, you know, singing harmonies and playing guitars together. So it's, it's fun. The whole ride is fun, I feel. You know, it's, I don't think there's any one age that's better. They're, they're all fun when they're toddlers and, they're, and they grow up and it's just a ball, you know, it's a good time. Yeah, I think I think you're absolutely right. And I think your son, you know, years from now, he's like that that time I was on the stage with my dad 
it jam. It's like many times it's just the time that you spend with them, right? Yeah, is yeah. what they what they always remember. He came back east one time, and I said, "Hey, you're playing over there. I'll come and open for you." And I did. <laughs> That's awesome. I did a set. So you know, great. Uh, he had his band, so I I got up and did an acoustic set for him, and then opened for him their show. So um, as as we're starting to wrap up here, Sean. Um, Best place to connect uh, for people who want to reach out to you and connect with you, where should they go? So I have uh, just my personal contact information is finnegan360.com and then taxive.com. We try to provide a ton of value on taxive.com. You can go check out. There's tons of free resources, tons of free stuff that we have on that website as well. So those are the two best places. Awesome. We will put all of the links in the show notes for everybody to connect to Sean Finnegan and Tax Hive. And Sean, I just want to thank you for coming on Podcasting Your Global Career. And I want to wish all of God's blessings on you, your family, and your business moving forward. Thank you, James. It's an honor. Appreciate it. Hey, if you guys like what's going on here, please leave a great review in the Apple Podcasts. I've left a simple review process in the show notes and we'd really appreciate it. And also, don't be shy. Forward this to your best friend because you know they need it. Hey, if you need some coaching, hit up the link in the show notes. It's calendly.com forward slash dharmic. And you can take a little chance with me and I'll get you on your way. That's a wrap for me today. I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor. So until the next time, when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. Ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery. If wishes were windows, I'd open one and find That freedom is really a simple state of mind So ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery Ride on, ride on, baby, baby, you and I can find the key Ride on, ride on, we can unlock each other's destiny
to the top.